DM track, DM clap. Alec Drell clap. Minus Pebble Walker clapping. Armos clap. Yeah. Jared's is always my favorite. <laughs> All right. So time to kill Armos. Let's get this on, <laughs> show on the road. I mean, we all know what's going to happen. I will say this. Drell will do everything he you know, can to try to make sure it doesn't happen. But I just want everybody to know before we start, I just ate a healthy dose of Domino's and I am ready to go. I thought you were blatantly going to lie to them and say that you ate something super healthy and we were all going to call you out on it. So <laughs> saved you the trouble. You're like a super healthy menace. I gave you an inspiration die a couple sessions ago. I'm having need you to take that away now. Why? Why? Because you keep rubbing dominoes in my face. <laughs> I am not. I just you? needed the audience to know. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 19. I am your DM, Tony. And today we got three lovely first-time adventurers, starting from Jared. Jared, go ahead and introduce yourself. Armos Vannon, the friendly, not-so-friendly warlock. And I'm Dan. I play Minus Pebble Walker of the Ivory Boulders. Tiny little swarm keeper ranger. And I am Alec. I play Drill of the Ashborn, Goliath Fighter. All right, listen, episode 19, continuing from episode 18. You did, you guys did a lot of stuff last, last episode, a lot of stuff. But before we get into the recap, you know the deal. I got to go into the rundown. Is there anything you guys want to plug before we get into today's episode? Twitch. Yeah, Twitch, Twitch channel. There we go. All right. You know, talk about Twitch a little bit. It's D&D 404 pod. Uh, just make sure you follow that one, not D&D 404. Uh, it's a completely different account. Somebody jacked her name. <laughs> yeah man like what is that uh but yeah no we're gonna have a bunch of new content coming out on it so make sure and uh also the twitter i mean the twitter's starting to grow so definitely get on there so you can see all the funny stuff we retweet you sick sick you know we gotta plug the tiktok as well the instagram all that good stuff all the good you know all the social medias you guys know what to do click the link down below There's also a really cute photo of jared's dog on our instagram account oh yeah 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 so if you want to see what jared's dog looks like menace the menace go check it out and make sure you follow so then maybe who knows maybe i'll post my dog on there one day and then you'll see what my dog looks like <laughs> every day is a mystery <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get into the recap. Last we left you guys off, you guys were stuck in a tight situation, running away from something that appeared dangerous in a thin, long, narrow hallway, almost drowning you guys as you guys had to go underwater before you can rise to a new room. You guys discover a large cave system underneath the temple shrine of the Blittlebloop. Exploring the wet cave, you guys find ruins where it appeared to be a withered and decayed chapel. You also find a cracked and battered ship stuck underneath some fallen rock. It turned out to be an unknown ghostly pirate ship. Ooh. Inside, Drell found a nifty horn in the middle of a cracked desk left behind by some pirates. After he blew into it, it looks like those pirates rose from the dead, including a beefy captain, which you guys made some quick work of. Heroes then continued to explore the cave and did every DM's favorite thing. They split up. After a while, the gang meets back up in front of a waterfall. Armos eagerly checks the waterfall and gets surprise attacked by a giant subterranean lizard. Bard, play the intro and let's get on with the show. 
good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. All right, heroes. Oh, God, here we go. Armos, no! <laughs> Just to describe the lizard one more time for y'all, it is a gargantuan beast. This beast is darkish gray along the spine with a bright tealish blue underbelly. It has a large mouth that opens to a nice oval, circular, sharp tooth of death thing, death tube. Okay, it has tiny blue beady eyes. It has a very long iguana-like tail. It also looks very muscular, vascular, and ripped. This thing uh, stands on all six of its legs as it has almost pinned down mere inches away from this beast's giant mouth. We're gonna go ahead and start the combat by rolling initiative. Guys, go ahead and roll initiatives for me. I don't know what it is. I'm a ranger and I've been rolling terrible initiative every time. <laughs> oh, you probably didn't roll as bad as me. I got a four. I got a 10. I got a two. And this beautiful, big hunking beast oh my god sick gotta love it i love it i love it i love it i love it started from the top of the round it is the giant lizard's turn with a nat fucking 20 on his initiative roll oh well, wait he already attacked me well that was that was a surprise attack leading mm. into the combat this lizard bursted out of the waterfall landing on top of you gives you a big howl right to your face an intimidating growl then immediately looks around to survey the area he sees menace he sees Drell looking at him and he starts to growl uh, menacingly. He's gonna go ahead. He's gonna make a tail attack on Menace. Ooh, 14. <laughs> Just hits. Just hits? Yeah. A whap. <laughs> a whap. I've been hit by a whap. <laughs> a whap. <laughs> a lash of his tail. The tip of it just uh, cracks back at the last second, shattering uh, against your armor, kind of vibrating you a little bit. You take. Oh my God, this thing hits hard a little than I thought, but it's okay. You guys handle it. You guys are level three, right? You guys are level three. Wow. Okay. Well, lucky you. He rolled a two. Woo. Yeah. Wow. That was a lot better than, uh, than I thought. Yeah. So he goes ahead, does two points of, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He rolled a two plus five. You take seven points of damage as you are struck <laughs> with this tail across the chest. Almost I'll save you, but uh! <laughs> it's gonna, well, now it's your turn. Wait, how much damage did he just take? He took seven points of damage. Okay. All right. I, I get up. <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be uh, terrible. All right. So I get up and I'm going to run. <laughs> I'm going to use my javelin. I'm going to stab at it with my javelin. I get up immediately and just start thrusting at this beast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 15. That hits. Yeah. So you go, you go ahead. You run up to him. You go ahead and you pierce him right in the belly. In the blue soft underbelly with your javelin. Go ahead, roll for, roll for damage. So that's 11 points of damage. Wow. I get thwacked by the craziest wop I've ever get hit, gotten hit by. And then I hit it with my javelin and all my little creatures on the side, Sid included, um, <laughs> hit it for another one damage. <laughs> they all run up your uh, javelin as you stab it into the belly and they start hitting the belly right where you gave them this nasty gash. Like, meow, meow, meow really putting uh salt in the wound that's right get him sid get him as you stab him in the belly he lets out like a really uh, uh he lets out a terrible shriek as you can see that really hurt him you did a good amount of damage on this attack here and he roars into the cave and as um 
as he roars, the, the cave walls just shake a little bit, uh, and you see some debris fall from the cave ceiling, like rocks and, and uh, loose stone. So now it's gonna go to almost his turn. That's not right. Oh, I'm sorry. It is now Drell's turn. Wait, can I use my movement or no? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead and make your move. Uh, I'm just gonna move away if I could before I finish my turn. I'm gonna jump over the water next to me and Armos. There's like a deep. Yes, you can do that. But when you're making a, a, a jump or anything like that in combat, you're gonna have to roll an athletics check. Yeah. yeah to make it because it's f greater than five feet. That is a nine. <laughs> Hopefully it's an easy check. <laughs> yeah, so it's only a five foot gap. You'd really have to like fuck up over here to like really fall in. It's not that it's not too bad. So you go ahead and just barely clear it. Uh, as you land, you kind of slip and you feel your foot almost fall into what could have been. You look down, you notice that this goes down pretty deep. I'm about to slip back and sit in all the other little rock creatures, barely catch my foot. <laughs> Remember guys, you guys have torches in one hand here. Yeah. Uh, if you have a lantern, it is on your belt, of course. You are in the dark cave. So now it's going to pass over to uh, Drell's turn. Drell, what are you going to do? Okay. Um. So can I try to, like, intimidate this thing to, like, get its attention so it's, like, pulled away? For, so, like, might, like, release uh, Armos? Like, or, like, get off of him? What's your distraction modifier? Do you have a <laughs> distraction modifier? <laughs> this could work. So go ahead and give me... Give me an insight check. Actually, wait, what's a, what would be the best animal type check? Hold on, not animal handle. Give me a nature check. Ooh, it's a three. <laughs> With a three, you don't really, I was trying to see what your concept of like over animals you may have, like what understanding over animals. So if you were to try to intimidate this this beast, uh, what you could use here, but with the three, you're like big man equals me get bigger than it. Okay. You can certainly try to give this thing an intimidation check, but right now it is not looking at you. You do know that it's looking at Menace after he gave him that nasty gash. I'll try to hit like one of its hind legs since I'm like kind of behind it. If I'm using Giant Slayer, I guess I'm gonna have to drop the, my torch though. So I, I'm gonna drop my torch and I'm just, I know it's right in front of me, it's huge. So I'm just gonna kind of fucking swing. It's a nat one, dude. So, yeah, it's a nat one. So, uh... <laughs> starting off hot. <laughs> uh, starting off hot. So, with a nat one, you completely whiff against this thing. So, you go to... Um, as you're going to attack one of its legs, you kind of hit a little too low, and you could chink off the cave floor and just kind of create, like, a big splash on yourself, causing you to miss here. And you stumble a few feet. So, you're actually going to move uh, one square. So, now you're kind of, like, more behind it. Can I still, even though I rolled the nat one, can I bonus action second wind? Yes. Absolutely. That is plus it's that plus like eight. So I get eight HP. So I am back to full health, which is ooh, perfect. Armos, you are currently pinned under this giant lizard's paw. You want to move directly out of it first. You are going to have to give me uh, a strength saving throw here. Are my arms pinned? Your arms are not pinned, no. So while I'm almost face underwater, I start casting a spell. I <laughs> hit it with the stupid little feet, foot, feetsies that are next to me, and I. Woo! I got a dirty 20. Ooh, that hits. Ooh, baby. I better freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Get him, Armos! Armos, mess him up! <laughs> All right, and I do. Uh, Seven damage. Yeah. Charisma proficiency. Yeah. Seven. Hey, 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 hey. So you blast this thing. So you put your palm up. You blast this thing uh, with Eldritch Blast. Hits him right in the jaw. Which way are you sending him, Armos? 
You know what? We're gonna send him right into where he came from, back towards the waterfall. Not into Drell again? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you go ahead, you knock him back 10 feet, which is not too far with a gargantuan beast. Just enough to get him off of you. You are now free. You can take that uh, gasp of air that he's been uh, taken from you. <sighs> That's what I like to see, Armos. As he gets launched back 10 feet, his claws from his four legs clenching the ground. You can see the scratch marks ripping and destroying the cave stone floor that he sit, sits on as he's trying desperately to maintain his balance. As he recoups, he gives out a terrible roar. Go ahead and finish your turn, baby. <gasps> I no longer like waterfalls and I run <laughs> as far as I can away without having to leap or do anything as I limp as far away as I can. I don't know what... Uh, I should be able to go 30, right? So you'll be able to go 15 because you had to use half your movement to get up because you were prone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then for bonus action, I have Reginald go give him a, a, a fiery hug. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me right now. Yeah, bud. Uh, so I believe this is the last one of the day, correct? If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> how many uh, how many hellish rebukes did you no, use? Yeah. Yes, yes. So <laughs> Reggie goes, all right, he cracks his knuckles, he cracks his little bunny paws, he cracks his little bunny neck, he puts on his bowler cap, and he charges at the beast. And you hear the little splashes and the pitta patters across the water, uh, the stone floor, as he goes ahead and gives this thing a fiery embrace. Go ahead and roll. Oh, actually, I always I always mess this up. It's a dexterity saving throw. What's that DC, baby? So it's my charisma, my proficiency, and plus eight. So 13. With this thing rolled a nat one. Go ahead and roll for damage. It's big. That's right. Full damage. Full damage. That's clutch. That is so clutch. So it's four and a two. Okay. This thing is looking crispy on one of its legs. The middle right leg, you tack one of his uh, center legs, the one closest to you on the on your left facing side. He goes ahead and gives that thing a hug and he, and you see like a tiny, uh, in comparison, you see a tiny ball of flame ignite and then sizzle out. And then there's like a perfectly cooked mark on this lizard's leg. The beast is now looking very disoriented, but he's actually still focused on menace because he did not forget about that nasty gash that he put in his tummy. This beast moves forward, standing across the um, the water crevasse that you had to jump over, and is going to take a multi-attack at you, Minus. He's going to go ahead and give you a tail, and he's going to go ahead and give you a swipe. Get out of here. Get out of here, you slimy mother trucker. Get out of here. A 13 on the tail, and he rolled a ooh, 17, uh, 23 on a bite. Yeah, that'll hit. That one will hit. That'll hit. That one will hit. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Can't hit me with that tail. Ah, no. <laughs> Goes ahead, gives you a nasty, but um, gives you a nasty swipe. <laughs> Smacks you with uh, one of his front legs. Nine points of damage as he launches one of his stubby, muscular, vascular lizard arms, and he pushes you back five feet as he scratches you across your chest, just barely nicking uh, a part of your uh, part of your cheek. Story minutes is life. Ha ha. Ooh. Ha ha. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling high for his hits, but I'm rolling low for his damage. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this thing got some nasty buffs on it. We're going to go down to Minus. Minus, go ahead. Feeling hurt, but I, I, <laughs> I'm i not going to let this get the best of me. I'm like, screw you, lizard thing. And I run up to him and give him another little uh, I bonus action hunter's mark. I pet 
Sid's head and he gives me some energy and I mark uh, this big lizard thing with a quarry. He points at him and you see his uh, his two eye, the two eye holes go into an angry motion uh, as he makes an exclamation point with his little stem-like leaf on top of his head and he points at it and goes, Hing. Good job, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love Sid. I run up screaming, ah, and I hit him with my uh, my javelin. Sure. So that's gonna be 22 to hit. That's a, like that's a nasty hit right there. 13 points of damage with my javelin. What the fuck? And then I'm gonna do um, another uh, attack with my little my little guys, <laughs> my little rock creatures. Is that a bonus action? Uh, yeah, that is a free action, <laughs> free action. Uh, okay. with my Swarm Keeper Ranger abilities, and I hit them again. They're they're just like doing their best to like slide in the water. It's a little tough for them to hit. So another one point of damage. No one point. <laughs> so fourteen damage in total. Nice, awesome move. Oh my god, you you're just fucking this thing up. Yeah, you go ahead, you do a cool little spin with the javelin, you slash him across the chest, and then stick it back. Uh, it, you slash him across one of the arms, and then you stick it into his chest as you come out, and then um. Uh, your swarm goes up and he starts slapping the wounds just to make it a little bit worse, dealing an extra point of damage. You notice that your attacks, rather than like sticking it in super deep and then pulling it back out, you're actually giving him so many light attacks that there's a bunch of cut marks underneath his underbelly. And he's looking a little messed up as you see blood starts to drip into the water around you, starting to turn it a little purple. It's going to go to Drell's initiative. Drell, what are you doing? All right, well, first I think he kind of gets up and uh, mutters to himself. He's like, come on. Everyone else is doing something. Fucking hit him, Drell. And then he's gonna just, again, since he's like still like on the backside of the animal, he's just gonna go for like one of the back legs. And that is definitely not gonna hit a uh, 10. As you drag your axe across one of his legs, you don't really quite make full contact that you'd like to and just kind of... Mm -hmm. Uh, chinks off the off one of his back legs doesn't break his height right and then what i'm gonna do is i'm going to then action surge and try to fucking hit him again yeah and we'll see because i gotta at least do one of them and that's a two i am rolling so bad right now <laughs> oh, no <laughs> okay so i guess what i'll do at least is I'm going to rally, which is a bonus action I can do. It expends one superiority die to bolster the resolve of one of your companions. When you choose to do so, you choose a friendly creature that you can see or hear, and pretty much it just gives them HP that's one superiority die plus my charisma. So I'm gonna yell the menace, because he's got hit for a few HP, not doing so hot <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna be like you're doing great buddy you got this and give him seven hp drills never talked to me like that before i feel amazing ah uh, the testosterone <laughs> that's my last superiority die all right Shit. uh with that we're gonna move on to armos's turn armos take your initiative my initiative was two no I think <laughs> you asking what i'm what i'm gonna do this turn is that what you're asking Ask me another question. What my charisma is? Charisma's a 17, plus, but it's got a plus three. All right. I just want to let you guys know. Mention that you ate Domino's the other week, too. Uh, listen, I did not take my multivitamin today, and I am in a mood, okay? 
Somebody should just take it down a notch, okay? I'm trying my best. <laughs> We're gonna start a DM Domino's campaign. That's what we are doing. we all really <laughs> like Domino's though. That's the crazy it's true. thing. We, I fucking dude, love Domino's. Domino's sponsor us. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be epic. <laughs> That'd be so good. <laughs> Alright, so like, is there a way I can get further from the thing? I wanna get to the furthest point from the monster. So I'm I'm booking it the other direction. The cave flooring where you stand now, the water is very shallow where it is, but you know that it is. You feel like you're standing on a giant boulder rather than like the floor of a cave. Okay, so it's not exactly like smooth all around. So where you're standing now is probably your best point before you have to start jumping from rock to rock. And right in front of you is this gargantuan beast. To your left, you know that if you try to get further and try to hug the cave wall, the water rises up. And it looks like you probably get up to your waistline, which would put you in difficult terrain if you wanted to go over there. But if you're looking for like an optimal position, you think you could probably take cover behind one of the pillars. Uh, on either side of the waterfall. So I'll, I'll do that. I'll get behind the pillar, take a little cover, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna peek around the side, do do like one of those, uh, like in those video games where they kind of lean, and I'm gonna just start casting some Eldritch Blasts off to the side, you know what I'm saying? You shoot off the screen, get your ammo back, and then, you know, time crisis it. And, look, and then me and me and uh, Reginald are just gonna be sitting there kind of reloading behind this pillar, just being like, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm On this turn, Reginald gets back to you. He's all wet because he has to go like, He's so small that he's like, he goes under the water as he skips along. He gets back on, you're all wet again. He's like, oh, oh, I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> I just picture that he goes up and just kamikazes himself. <laughs> and then he just kind of respawns right next to me. And he's just like, but he's still like sizzling and burnt, but also damp. <laughs> For the listeners, Tony, what happens when Armos goes into cover? So when you go into cover, this would be full cover because this this uh, pillar, <laughs> yeah, this pillar is uh, looks man-made because it looks like it was crafted and built to kind of hold the cave up. Uh, it cracks about halfway to the ceiling, but still about 15 feet in total and about 15 feet wide. So this thing is full cover. So you're gonna get, what is it? Uh, what's the ruling on cover here? Um, you can't be targeted directly by an attack or spell. You can't be targeted by an attack or spell. What's the yeah. AC buff? What's the AC <laughs> buff? Oh, just, or that's it, just they can't be can't targeted. Be attacked, so. You just can't be targeted. Yeah, I don't have that page saved. I should probably save that page. Okay, so I'm gonna lean around Reginald, me and him. Scooby doing it. Scooby doing it. Yeah. Ruh oh. Ruh <laughs> I'm gonna just Eldrick Blast it. Yeah. I got a 10. That misses. So the spell does make contact with him, but it doesn't uh, affect him. So it looks like it just kind of binks off his hide. Not my best showing. Hey, listen. So you just hit the, the rougher part of his natural armor there. Reginald gives me a look, I'm sure. He's like, it's okay, but we'll get, we'll get him next time. We'll get him next time. He gives you, he rubs one of your horns that like he thinks he's petting you. We'll get him next time. We'll get him next time. I slump in shame behind a pillar. He takes his free action to slump and take a breather. Uh, it is now going back up to the beast's turn. And let me tell you something. This beast is like... So while uh, Drell and Armos were attacking it, this thing is so preoccupied with all the little SIDs because they're so tiny, it can't quite 
get at them. He's like stomping, but they're scattering away at the last second. Uh, Minus is kind of playing Pikmin with them at the moment. Uh, and like, and they're like running away and he's kind of been distracting them as you guys been uh, uh, trying to attack this thing from the side. Oh my gosh, but I'm his... literally playing Pikmin, you're right. <laughs> but his gaze is dead set on almost. So he's going to go ahead and make another multi-attack. He's going to go ahead and bite. Uh, first, he's going to use his tail, and then he's going to try but to he, snap at you with his maw. But he can't attack at Armos because he's in full cover. You said you said Armos. Oh, I said my bad. Menace. His gaze is dead <laughs> set on Menace. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I got the two mixed Never up. mind attack Armos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kidding. Uh <laughs> he is very mad at Menace. Uh, he's going to go ahead and bite and slash him with the tail. First one up is the tail. Come at me, you beast. Ooh. The tail gets a nat 20. Don't come at me, you beast. <laughs> Ooh, this is the weaker one? You haven't hit me with your tail once. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> I don't like these long, dramatic pauses. Like He smacks you on a nat 20. Critical hit. He smacks you with a whopping 20 points of damage as the tail oh. goes right across. So this tail's massive. It connects with your chest and face at the same time and knocks you back 10 feet. That's literally my health. So you go down and you go back 10 feet. Rather than him trying to bite you, it's actually the move is going to um, evolve one step and he's going to attempt to swallow you. So because you got knocked back 15 feet, on this move he's uh just making his way over you and he's just standing over you for this turn and he's getting ready to swallow you next turn it's not good <laughs> <laughs> uh why'd you have to fucking jump across the thing <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> and you're you're unconscious right yeah i'm, I'm unconscious minus is seeing stars right now as a matter of fact, next thing he knows, he goes, you haven't hit me once with this tail. And then boom, he's in a white, <laughs> beautiful room. There's a couple of flowers there. There's a rainbow sky. Melora is just across, like plant, like watering oh, her personal Sid, garden. Oh, you made me an apple pie. That's so nice of <laughs> you, Sid. <laughs> Sid's got an apron on. <laughs> <laughs> mom, oh, mom, this is my favorite meal. <laughs> Your dad's like, I'm so proud of you. Like he's in his own little personal pocket. You've never said that before in your life you ever see the <laughs> you ever see a tiktok where like <laughs> like the guy <laughs> says the <laughs> and the oh yeah menace is down and getting ready to get swallowed by this huge beast it's gonna go to drell's turn <laughs> all right i guess he doesn't have this go uh, ahead and make me a perception check that's a nat 20. Ooh. Hey. Ooh, I needed that, dude. So you know, with a nat 20, I'll even let you get advantage yeah. on your next turn for what you see. You know that right. given the events that have been taking place since uh, you got out of the Shambling Mound and into the cave, you got your ass kicked since you came into this forest, you got all this stuff thrown at you, covered in shit, captured. You, you've noticed that with your fighting tactics, you kind of been playing it safe. You're attacking the outside. You're afraid to get into it. You notice how badly wounded it is on the inside of the beast's belly from all the moves and all the attacks that Menace has dealt with. This thing is very caught up and you notice that none of its outside where on its dark grayish skin on its hide is even damaged because you've also noticed where almost been shooting LG blasts at it and the miss attacks um that you've made have kind of just been uh chinking off the side of it 
You've been attacking it from the outside. You know that if you get onto this thing, you can do some serious damage to it. So I'm going to subconsciously think on the inside like Zoolander and I'm going to break <laughs> open an Apple computer. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you hear Menace mumbling in the distance. Apple pie. Oh, dad. Mom. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So I'm going to jump over to the beast and I'm going to pull like a fucking Gimli and I'm going to like slide underneath him and just take the fucking giant slayer and like swing it over my head and try to hit him like in the underbelly. Yeah, go for it. With advantage, let's go with a 22. Ooh, 22 hits. Yeah. Go ahead and roll for damage for me. That's going to be 18, 19 damage. Oh, hold on, hold on. Now, I'm also going to need you to roll an extra 2d6. Seven. Seven, add that to your damage for me. And now this thing's going to make a DC uh, 15 strength saving throw to get thrown or fall prone. Uh, fall prone. Fall <laughs> prone. Ooh, this thing passes. Well, You said you hit with a, what, 27 points of damage? Yeah. Oh, let me get back to my little monster sheet here. Hold on, hold on. You mean your dead monster sheet? Is that what you're saying? That's correct, because this thing was almost, <gasps> this thing was kind of near death. It was still, like, it still had plenty of fight with him, but with 27 points of damage, you slice this entire belly open. You jump over the ravine, you do a cool, quick little roll, and you just hang the axe over your head as you slide the rest of your movement dragging your axe over his underbelly completely cutting him open as all the guts and intestine fall out as you uh stand up on out on the other side just covered in this bluish purple blood and guts and you and if you can do whatever you want finish him from that point like one of the main reasons drell went on you know the adventure was to slay like monsters and you know this <laughs> thing being fucking like over 40 feet tall is definitely what he's looking for so yeah i think it's kind of like i said he just slides underneath fucking jumps fucking hits him drags all the way down everything goes spilling out and then he's gonna just kind of walk over and then just fucking try to take one of its fingers off of uh it's one of its hands and just <laughs> fucking keep so it one of his hands is the size of you but yeah you definitely walk over you take your giant slayer and you smash it down on one of his gargantuan uh, like nails sausage, or, yeah. yeah and you claim it so yep. if you want you look at your axe and you can probably take one of these nails and just socket it in add it to the collection yeah that's what i was gonna try to do you know? yeah. yeah you guys are now out of combat as this thing gets cut wide open lets out a really big <laughs> hits the side of the wall you see more debris and loose stone fall as he splashes into the uh, into the uh, into the water around you. I want to say, thank goodness you killed it because I don't know if you can see this. My first death save was a, a natural one. <laughs> oh no! Actually, I could have rerolled that. A oh, five. <laughs> if we're out of combat, then I'm just gonna feed him a health potion. Drell, are you feeding me the potion or the water? Uh, I'm just gonna feed you the potion. I would just do the water, but well, I figure after this we're gonna take a break, so or a rest, right? Cause in a cave. Uh, well, I mean, I'm spent on like all my shit, right? I, I mean, it's up to you. Uh, uh I well, no, it's up to me, me, cause that's what I'm yeah, doing. So I'm gonna what? feed his all ass right. a fucking health potion. <laughs> so health potion. All right. Yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> you see, as Menace is like laying down in the water. 
the little SIDs are trying to do CPR and how they're doing it is that you got the big one trying to blow air into one of his nostrils as all the little SIDs are like consecutively jumping up and down on his chest to try to get him to breathe. And then you bring him back up with that health potion. Uh, I should have known that was a dream. My dad would never say that. I look up like weary eyed and dizzy and, and I, I look at Drell. Oh so good. I look over, oh, I see man. the thing's dead. I look at both of these guys. Armo's hiding behind a pillar. I go, who 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 killed it? Oh, you did, man. No, uh, no, I, I, uh, no, it's definitely me. And I like toss up the finger in my hand and I like catch it again. Awesome. Uh, you see him, you see Minus like shakily pull out his journal and mark a one next to Drell's name. <laughs> you keep keeping track of how many guys, yeah. how many mobs guys been slain. And then you know what? Drell's gonna like kind of do his like a finger rolling motion. Like he's like, come on. Like, like it counts more than one. Guys, is it dead yet? Is it, a, is it dead? <laughs> It doesn't look like it's moving. Yeah, you're you're good, Armos. How we doing? Thumbs How we doing up. Over there? We're, we're good. You're good. All right. <laughs> I, I look at Drell. Oh yeah, Armos. Uh, thanks for all the help, bud. <laughs> Man, <laughs> things got interesting. Yeah, uh, maybe next time you don't just run straight towards a waterfall. No, I I'm, I'm giving up the waterfalls after this. Yeah, it, it's yeah, official. Don't, don't go chasing waterfalls. It's yeah. like literally, it's so you know good. What? I'm sticking to the rivers and streams from now on. I look at Drell and I go, uh, pretty sure I did most of the work on that fight, so you're still only getting one point, and he marks down one. <laughs> wow. Drell wow. then reaches down Menace's throat and scoops up the health potion and drags it back out of his mouth. Uh, <laughs> No, um, good fight, by the way. That yeah. was a fun fight. Ooh, that was a, fun <laughs> that was a scary fight. fight. No, that was no punches hold, by the way. This thing has nasty buffs. I can Low tell health. by the tail attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a crit. Uh, yeah, I was worried that it was going to be beefy, too, so I guess it was a good thing it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I want to investigate the blue behemoth. Go ahead and give me a, a nature check against it. Nature is... Intelligence. So a nine. Well, with the nine, you don't gather too much, but as you examine it, um, outside of Drell's nasty gash that it left it, um, you do see that even along its dark grayish spine, uh, on its tougher side of its hide, there are a lot of scratch marks and healed uh, scars. You can tell that this probably wasn't its first fight, but it was its last, as it was clearly here just defending its nest. For the size of this cave, although it is grand to you, still doesn't seem like it would really be comfortable in this type of cave because this is such a massive beast that you think you'd probably need more room to roam. So it is a little off-putting that it would choose such a tiny place for its nest um, from what, for just from what you've seen. Let alone, you don't know how it got in here because the only way you got in here was through a tiny like eight by five tunnel can we check the uh the cave to see if like because like i take it that's it's like lair right from behind can we see if it's like dry under there because if like that's where it's living i was hoping yeah, so you can walk over and take a look yeah can we like check out the lair not me i'm good drill will go investigate the lair all right, so as you walk over, uh, uh, you get attacked by another one of these. No. <laughs> <laughs> its best friend comes out. <laughs> all 
the closer you get to it the more you realize that it is an opening and you can gaze inside and you see the stone flooring quickly turns into a bunch of branches wet moss uh loose stone kind of held together like a giant nest in here uh when you look closer you notice that there are a bunch of eggs they're all cracked open and like it looks like an animal came by or another creature came by and ate its contents and there's about a good like 20 20 to 25 eggs in here and they all look like they're busted open everybody give me a perception check as you investigate the cave investigation check and we're gonna make it a uh we're gonna make it a dc 22 on a group check 18 already so i got, I got 19 oh there you go <laughs> oh okay so you guys beat the dc nice so as you're like looking around the cracked eggs and uh from what you can gather you don't see anything left behind here you do see like bones you do see like uh, leftover meat um that this is a uh, lived in nest and you do find one egg that isn't cracked open or destroyed or touched and it's kind of underneath all the other eggs so it looks like as these eggs were getting eaten this one just kind of fell underneath all the debris and carnage that was left behind this egg is still perfectly intact the egg though is about three feet tall two feet wide and it kind of has a pear shape to it it's not perfectly round or square it's very um ocular i believe the name of the shape is very oval in shape you're saying this egg is as big as menace correct and you're also saying it's in the shape of an egg hmm <laughs> so like well, an you know, some, eggs, some eggs it's look like... different some eggs look different <laughs> there are circle eggs there are fuck you Pods. eggs like yeah that's the my Pods. favorite gun <laughs> there's nothing else on like the side of the cave that we notice it's just eggs in a nest it's just eggs in a nest does it seem like this spot would be a good spot to camp now that it's obviously fended off most of the predators in here. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely rest here for a little while. Woo! Keep in mind that if you were, you're in a underground cave underneath a holy temple that has been confirmed, been taken over by Mero. Although this would be a better spot to camp, in my opinion, you are in the middle of a dungeon. So taking a long rest would be like eight hours, which would could potentially lead to a lot of bad things. You had to correct yourself on could to would. <laughs> uh, could, there. could. Don't <laughs> like. Could happen. Everything, hey, listen, it's what the dice say in, the, in these type of encounters. This is a wild encounter you just had. I'm going to need a, a breather, guys. Uh, Elliot, just one hour. Just give me an hour. All right, let's take a short rest, and then we'll uh, start heading out. I Minus mean, just climbs into one of the eggs and passes out. <laughs> it's like a tauntaun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had that same thought. Yeah. That's so funny. And I guess while we do that, can I just investigate the egg? You take out your magnifying glass as you really study this egg. It's an 11. You don't have a doubt that this egg uh, was a part of these other eggs. I guess while I'm doing this, I'm checking to see, like, can I lift it? Can I, like, carry it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, like, or are we kind of just going to... I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. I want to know if we want to bring it with us or if we... I don't know what we do with it. I'm actually going to roll for its weight. I want Drell to cuddle up with it and warm it up. It is exactly 56 pounds. That's a big egg. So you can definitely pick this thing up without a problem. You're definitely holding it with, like, two hands because of how weird shaped it is. And 
Yo, it's about the size of your torso. So while we're resting, we'll we'll start we'll start talking about what to do with. Man, this, this egg. is just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't get any spells back, spell slots back. I just get my health. No, you don't get any uh, spells back. There are abilities that allow you to get spells back during a short rest. Right, right. I just had to double check on that. So we get one hit die back. You can use any amount of hit die you have available. Which is your level. Why would you not use all three? If you, I just uh, used all three. If you don't, like, if you're not that hurt, like, if you're only taking, like, five points of damage, you'd only use one, and then you'd save the other two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you get them back once you take mm -hmm. a long time. In the future, foreshadowing, speaker box in the sky. There may be scenarios where you cannot take a long rest. Ooh. <laughs> Get out of here, speaker. We don't need you. Tell us where these eggs are. And as quickly as he popped out, he pops away. There's like a rock with a speaker in it. You know that guy? Oh, I, never, I never heard of him. Bro, I love being a fighter, man. I got my action surge back, my superiority die back. Does action surge come back, back on short rest? Yep. Yep. I just, read, yep. I just read it to confirm. Uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I had to double check. I wasn't sure about action surge, but yeah, no, it does. As we're taking a short rest, I kind of tell him about the little artwork I found down in the uh, thing where it showed a guy jumping into water next to one of those little shrines. So an hour has passed since you guys sat down, took a breather, nothing has happened. Um, you did hear some echoing sounds in the cave. If you guys give me a quick perception check, you may be able to know what where those sounds from. It's quick, it was two. <laughs> uh, 19. So what you heard through the echoing hallways, you can't really uh, discern a uh, direction because there was so many hallways, especially when you're in a cave, you know, something that happens to your right may have been really on the left, but you know that it was movement and it sounded like swimming type movement as if something was gliding through the water. Real quick, we get out of the short rest. We I told him about this thing that we're going to go check out, but first we got to decide what to do with this egg. Yeah, what are you guys doing with the egg? We could sell it. <laughs> if it grows in this monster, bro, somebody's going to want to fucking sell it. We can train it. It can be our pet. You're not going to Game of Thrones this shit, bro. You, we ain't going to have this <laughs> fucking ring. You can't just say Tracarious and just have this shit. I could be the mother of the nope ropes. <laughs> we can either hatch it or sell it. Okay, that's, that's right. the two options we got. Third option, we break this thing open. And not just... that one. Not that option. <laughs> <laughs> Menace, what, what do you want to do, Menace? I don't know why you want to carry it out of here, but I don't want to hatch another one of those big lizard things that just almost killed me. You're telling me uh, a 60-foot thing is going to come out of that egg? It's some crazy demon magic, man. Just a bro, pop, boop, 60, 60 foot beast. Well, not like Wait a full size. What, what do you mean not full size? It would just be like a small one and then would grow. Yeah, I mean, demons grow too, you know, like well, start young and grow power, older. power, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Wait, so we're not going to sell it? Eggs need heat to hatch, correct? Mm. <laughs> I burning hands the egg and see if it hatches. Or else we're gonna have one hell of an omelet. What's an omelet? It's it's like a like an egg thing. What do you mean like an egg thing? So well, explain to me what what's an omelet? Humans are really weird, buddy. Okay, so where we're from, we we kind of eat these eggs. They come from creatures. They lay them, and then they sometimes turn into things. Wait, but then wait, wait, wait. So let me understand if I get this right. Uh, so a creature will lay an egg, and that egg uh sits there for a while, and then turns into this whatever lays baby yep you guys eat babies me too i love babies <laughs> i say we cook it 
We high five. High fives back. <laughs> That's metal. And this is just shaking his head. <laughs> That's metal. So we're either gonna eat eat this little thing or it hatches. Yes. You wanna get it out of here? You wanna carry this? I would love to take it out of here, but I just don't know how we're gonna get it through all of this chaos. Yeah, I'm with Menace. Um I fortunately I think I'm gonna be the one that would have to carry it, and I don't feel like carrying it. So all right, option one's out. I think we just leave it here and let it hatch. The only reason we disturbed this nest is because your dumbass walked into the fountain and didn't even think about checking it, and it was just protecting its territory. So I, I think we just leave the leave the egg as is and just walk away. You guys don't want to try the burning hands? No. If you want to try hatching it, that's fine. You can try that, but I'm going to go collect some rocks and try and hide this yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm just going to... You... Yeah. <laughs> So I start collecting rocks and <laughs> okay. So given that you have Malora's blessing and you are you do care about animals and stuff like that, I won't have you have a make you roll a check to see how well it's hidden. I want to go ahead and say that you did the best you could and you think in this position it has the fairest shot to hatch on its own and uh, its chances of surviving has greatly increased as you hide it in the corner of the waterfall. All right, guys, enough with that egg. Let's go check out this pillar. All right, let's go look at this long rock thing you were talking about. We go over that direction, but we mistakenly go the direction where the waterfall is, and me and Menace obviously have to comment, oh, we can't go this way. <laughs> let's go around this other way. Wait, uh, why can't we go this way? Because there's a waterfall. We said we're not going to go that's, down That's not a waterfall. It's just a step. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Menace tries jumping up the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> And fails. All right. <laughs> there you go. Yada, yada, yada. Pitta, pitta, patter. You hide the egg. You make your way back to the um, stone pillar with some weird hieroglyphics on it. Is there anything through these little, like, cubby area ways? Go ahead and give me a perception check. Seven. With the seven, you know that the water gets deeper into those cubby areas. Can I try swimming under it? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It just seems fun. So when you go to swim underneath one of them, you notice that... It does go deeper, but it's really dark. So as you go down, you try to feel your way around. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Nine. You think you kind of feel around and it goes deeper, but for a life of you, you cannot make out the path because you just can't see. I come back up and I, <gasps> oh, guys, I think there might be something in down there, but I, I'm not a good swimmer, so I couldn't really do much down there. Does anybody want to try or do we want to go to this pillar thing? I think we just continue to the pillar. All right, good enough for me. I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, all right. I'm going to give it a shot. So just to recap, uh, Armos, you know what's written on this pillar. You kind of reiterated what it looked like. It looked like three crude cave drawings of a guy standing still, a guy of higher elevation, assuming that he jumped, and then the last one, a guy being underwater. Uh, being underwater. It's a stick figure, and you see two squiggly lines that resemble waves. So I, I pass that information on the moment I jump into this water and try to fill my way through and see what I can find. So as you swimming underneath, you do see a hole and you have to swim pretty far down. The closer you get to the hole, you notice that you are really holding your breath and it's really swimming down. You're swimming about a good 10 feet. There's a hole there that you could probably swim through. And as you gaze into the hole, you notice that it goes on a couple more feet, like a long tunnel. You would really need to hold your breath to, to swim through this tunnel. So if you want to do this, 
you would essentially restart and you would need to make a series of saving throws. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the DC is until you make the risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know what? I'm going to go in. I, I run, I jump, and hey I go yo. for it. So you start swimming down. You swim about a good 10 feet. You find the hole again with your nifty dark vision, uh, and you start swimming through. You hold your breath for about a good 30 to 45 seconds, and this tunnel is still going forward, uh, and it's still going on. But you start seeing a curvature where it looks like it's about to go up. You still have to swim for another uh, 30 seconds as the tunnel starts to get tighter. And now you're kind of like pushing yourself along the walls of the tunnel to get through. You need to make me a constitution saving throw of a DC 12. Continue to hold your breath. By the way, this is like my biggest fear ever. <laughs> Literally. I have nightmares about this. This is why we're playing D&D, to fight through your fears. I literally can't even watch YouTube videos of someone swimming like this. Ugh. All right. <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> I got a four plus one. <laughs> you start swimming desperately through this hole as you cannot hold your breath and you open your mouth and you start inhaling some water. You manage to break the surface of the water on the other side, but you definitely intake some water. You're going to take 2d4 damage, which totals the five plus an exhaustion point. That's not good. Level one, you get disadvantage on ability checks. Level two, your speed is halved. Level three, you get disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Four, your hit point maximum is halved. And five, your speed is reduced to zero. And on six, you die. <laughs> mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. So well. you make it to the other side. Barely. You take five points of damage as you inhaled water and you get and you start swimming up. You grab onto whatever ledge uh, in this tight circular room and you spit up water and you start to vomit as your body try is trying to get all this liquid out of your lungs. But what's in the little room? Interesting. Cool stuff might happen. Bad stuff might happen. Is it gargantuan lizard? No. <laughs> Minus sticks his head underwater and screams underwater. Are you okay in there? But it's just. I picture the dory. <laughs> From... You're pretty much in a room of a pocket of water, and there's like a small ledge that you can sit. And if you sit there, if you try to stand, you're definitely going to hit your head on the ceiling, on its jagged ceiling. It's meant for you to just sit. There is a foot locker that's like nudged into the wall kind of hidden by like these weird plants along the line of the water in the walls. I forgot to mention are all these exotic looking colorful plants of blues and purples and pinks that look like they're growing out of the wall. I immediately take it all in and uh, open up the locker. Cool. Inside the locker are three items. There is a ring. There is a staff. The staff looks very weird as the staff um, looks like it folds out because this is a full locker. It folds out, but the head of the staff, rather it looking like a, like a normal jam or like a ball at the end of a quarter staff, has a bunch of squid-like tentacles coming out of it that kind of just flop over. And the third item is a random item off one of the magic tables. That's right. Because <laughs> I like to add a little bit of chaos in there. I feel like you need to be like uh, one of those... Uh, game show host at this point. <laughs> Bring out the magic table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Roll me a... Spin the wheel of many possibilities. All right. Roll me a D100, please. 
I picked. I already picked the table because I wasn't gonna give you like, oh, you find a demon slayer, right? No, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, seventy-eight. I think I rolled that last time. I did. Wow. <laughs> no. It's like a one in ten thousand chance. We rolled a different one. It's literally sneezing, sneezing whatever again. Hold on one second. I don't know what this item does. The third item is a clear container similar to a like uh, an alchemy vial. It's about six inches tall. It's corked at the top, but the liquid inside looks like beads of cloudy gray oil, very thick liquid. It's like, so it looks like it's a mixture of like gas, like it looks like oil and it's like gas form and it's like uh, the beads of liquid kind of float to the top and like kind of dissipate back to the bottom. It looks like as you move it, the liquid like quickly goes. It's like B starts separating from itself, then floats to the top, and then turns smoky, and then fades back down into a uh, to a grayish liquid again. And the consistency of the liquid looks more oily than let's say health potiony. Um, I take a look at the flowers. Okay. And try to see if any are valuable. Go ahead and make me a nature check. I got a ten. So you haven't seen any of these flowers before. And given your past with experiments and even uh, demon magic and doing seances and rituals, you've never used any component that quite looked like this before. Uh, nothing comes to mind. You haven't seen any other plants like this around the cave. It looks like it's just kind of growing here. Um, you don't sense anything magical about them, but they do look very pretty and unique. So you could um, take them if you want to cut some off. You can put them in your bag, save them for later. Yeah, I will. Take a few, do one final check, make sure I didn't miss anything, and then I head back down the sure. watery hole. So you'll have to make the same constitution check. Going back. Yes. So you take some flowers. So with the 10, you take like a nice bushel and you put it in your bag. And I, I, I take one specifically to put, give the menace to put in his little journal. Oh, sure. <laughs> Does he do this with advantage now that he's done it once and knows the way? Or disadvantaged because he's heavier now. <laughs> he does not get any benefits to going through the tunnel again. Motherfucker! This is a straight DC saving throw of holding your breath. Woo! I got 13. Ooh, nice. just pass as you resurface from the other side <laughs> with a giant gasp of air. Uh. Can we say while we were waiting, Drell and I were just like, Arguing over who killed the creature, more creatures. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are playing rock paper scissor, but it was forty feet tall. It can't just count as one. Yeah, but I did like all the damage to it before your final blow, so you know it's it's just like what happened well, last I can time. I say the same thing about that that bigger zombie. I did all the damage, and you just came in and stole it from me. Yeah, and I only got one point. You got one point. I get one point. That's just how it goes. No, no, no. but you could fit like. 20 of those zombies in that big thing, you know, so I, I just take full credit. Yeah, bigger, but that thing had more health. Yeah, I mean, think about how long it took to kill that thing. You were unconscious. You don't know how much damage you did to Almost it. You, know, you don't know you how did long one I was hit, there. And that was it. No, yeah, one huge hit, oh, you know, for okay. the amount of your While you guys are arguing, you see Reginald arguing with Sid. With all the SIDS, like, what do you mean? I totally ran over and I did the cold combustion thing. You just slapped it a bunch of times. You didn't even do anything to it. You just kind of against those, its wounds. <laughs> Me, I cooked the thing. Yeah. <laughs> As they're all arguing, I finally emerged. I made oh, it. Oh, look who's back. Oh, hey, Armos. Guys, I bring gifts. So when I went over there, it was just this small little room. There was a bunch of flowers, and then there was a chest that was in there. So here, 
Here's a flower and I give one to Menace. This is the most exotic one I could find that was in there. Add it to your journal. When you hand him that flower, the flower you give to him has like this pinkish reddish like uh, bud in the middle and it's surrounded by like these bluish uh, petals that kind of look like sunflower petals. The stem is just like, uh, the stem is normal green in color, like a mossy green. Oh, thanks, Menace. And I press it into my journal. I mean, thanks, Armos. Thanks, Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Minutes. No problem. Sub-five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I did it. Uh, also, I found this this ring and a, a staff. I don't know what either one do. Well, good stuff, Armos. Uh, that's awesome. Sub-five. <laughs> Was it uh, pretty easy to get through there? Oh, uh, yeah. Cake, as I, like. Still, I'm coughing from coming up the the second time. Yeah, this is 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 wonderful. I feel a little. I, you know what? I need to sit down for a second. Hang on. Yeah, almost. So go ahead and mark down. You have one exhaustion point. All right. So I think we should just get the fuck out of here. How about we start heading back towards those waterfalls that we uh, decided not to go down? Yeah. Honestly, looking around, that was probably the exit to begin with, and probably should have just started there. But uh, you know, live and learn. Live and learn. And we uh, and we start adventuring back to the waterfall. Okay. So mechanically, just to get the viewers back into it, um, when the adventurers first came out of this tiny uh, tunnel and they were in this massive room, it essentially branched out to three separate areas. Um, for argument's sake, we'll say left, center, right. And our heroes have fully explored the right way, which had the, the, the ruined chapel and the pirate ship, then the left cave where they fought this giant gargantuan beast and found this nifty secret room. And before they briefly explore, explored the center path that had a lot of descending waterfalls uh, and that they decided not to take. So we are now going back to the center path with all these big waterfalls that descend deeper into the cave system. Yeah, this one scared us last time, so we didn't go there. Yeah. We're also being completionists and had to go check the other one. That was a mistake. <laughs> that was a big mistake. <laughs> You're looking for Easter eggs, bro. <laughs> you see uh, descending waterfalls in front of you. When you travel along its side, there are some rubbles and rocks that you can kind of skip down so you don't get caught up in the waterfall. The waterfall in front of you goes down at least 40 to 50 feet. You climb down some of the rubble, making your way past the first waterfall. And the water is starting to pick up more gradually where you can hop across some rocks to get to the other side. The second waterfall is another 50 feet down. For you guys to hop across the rocks to get to the next rubble staircase, we'll call it, you guys are going to have to make me an athletics check of a DC 10 to make sure that you can hop along the rocks that are sticking out of the water so you don't get caught up. Yeah, I got, I got a 13. I got a four. I got a six. Wait, athletics? <laughs> Damn, you guys yeah. get caught up yeah. in the water as you slip off some slippery rocks. Wait, I didn't. Nope. Well, not you. Them too. <laughs> oh. And you guys fall down into the waterfall and you guys fall 50 feet into the water. See you later, losers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll lead the way, show you the good path, and then uh, I was right behind you. Ah! <laughs> These aren't even waterfalls. I don't know. I don't get it. You guys fall down. And then you splash into some water and you could quickly climb onto um, another rock just peeking out of the surface of the water here you see a mountainous column in front of you as the water slows down as it splits and forks into two separate directions make me a perception check as you guys land there 13. i got a 15. beyond one of the paths 
you hear some hissing noises of something communicating, and you hear several hisses like, it sounds like two creatures are communicating with each other. Wait, is Drell, do we just wait for Drell? Drell makes it down with you guys, yes. I made it down gracefully without taking any yeah. damage. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm dry, yeah. <laughs> I rolled to, I rolled behind the screen to see if you guys would take damage if you just landed on the solid rock oh. surface. You guys did not. Into the water, thank goodness. Yeah. All right, do we know what direction it's coming from? You're convinced that these forked passageways from how they're talking probably meet up and it's on the other side of this giant stone column. I look at both of them and I, I put my finger up to my lips like shh and start sneaking forward. Yeah, you think that these this, these forked rivers connect on the other side of this column. We're going to head the direction of the, the shallower side okay. on the right. Go, Everyone make me a stealth check. Oh, fuck. I have to roll this with disadvantage, by the way. So does uh, uh, Armos. Well, I already rolled a one. Okay. And, well, actually, dexterity is also a one. And then I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> Should have just gone first. I rolled a 16. <laughs> <laughs> Drell and Armos are stumbling down, kicking rocks. Um, the sounds of Drell's armor can be heard as it echoes through the cave. If we're thinking of it like a movie, it was the camera was pointed at Minus doing like a perfect stealth. And then you see behind him like clanking armor and then Armos falling down and, and Minus just stops. <laughs> like, uh. Look here, the jolly green giant next to me ain't exactly quiet either, okay? I'm not green, asshole. But. <laughs> <laughs> dark gray <laughs> you guys can see the room as you guys are coming down with your torches lit by the way as well and you see three marrow uh so as you slide down this rocks making all this noise right before you they catch your attention you're like like real voldemort shit no fucking tom riddle the marrow that must not be named <laughs> they are about 15 20 feet away they're at the foot of this cave that descends even deeper with all the water rushing down to it they are bulky up top with a long slender like lower half of the body they do not have legs their bottom half is just looks like a giant snake tail the top of their body looks uh, a, like a muscular torso with arms that jut out. They have bulging biceps. I think I have a fish fetish. And they're holding giant. <laughs> they are each holding tridents. Um, they have their face is very elongated, more on the dragon side than it would a fish. So it has like flaring nostrils. It has ridges in its nose. It has fins that come out of its side that look like ears and a long thin along the spine from the top of its head all the way down to its tail, kind of like a sea serpent. Roll initiative. Woo! You know what you guys get. Finally, a good roll. 18. I got a nat 20. 17. 17. I still rolled yeah. worse than you guys? <laughs> Best dexterity of the team. Wow, and these guys, wow, got a seven. So we're gonna start the combat with Drell with that natural 20. Drell, what are you doing on your initiative? Drell's probably gonna just try to charge forward and uh, just take out the one closest to him. Just the okay. One you go ahead and take your move action. You can get up to the one uh, closest to you. You go ahead and take a swing on him. I bet that's gonna be that's gonna be a seventeen. Ooh, that hits, hit. baby. Nineteen damage. Woo! 
you go ahead and you swing and you whack him across the face as you leave a nasty gash uh, and a heavy scar on it on his cheek. This thing is looking really hurt. It's gonna go to Armos's turn. Hey, that's me. Armos, it's your initiative. Yeah. Is there any cover around that I could get behind? If so, <laughs> I dodge behind it. Otherwise, you know what? I'm, I get right behind Menace. That's what I'm gonna do, just for the heck of it. Use them as a uh, you know chest. Menace you know, won't that? provide any cover here. <laughs> Tiny little creature. Tiny little creature. So when you you're in position, you can't find anything to get some cover. If you move to where Drell okay. was, you can maybe hide behind some stalagmites. I'm still having issues from the the water, so having a friend close by while I cast my spell is hopefully gonna give you some luck. And then I cast Eldritch Blast on not the guy that Drell's hitting, but the guy behind him. Sure. Uh, huh. To hopefully knock him away. Roll a hit. Ah, Seventeen. 17 hits. <laughs> I know. Uh, 12 damage. Ooh, awesome. And you push him back 10 feet. Yeah. You bang him into the side of the cave. He uh, is going to make a dexterity check real quick. He passes as he resists from falling into this waterfall right behind him. Awesome. So now it's going to pass the initiative over to Minus. I'm running up and trying to hit the exact same one that Drell hit with my axe. <laughs> and I'm not sure. It's, oh, here we go. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to go so hot. <laughs> uh, it's only uh, nine. So a nine misses. Yeah. So as you go, uh, as you go, you run up, you attack with one of your axes and he kind of deflects it with his trident. So now it's going to go to the Marrow's turn. The one that's in front of Drell took a nasty hit to the face as he holds his cheek tenderly and he goes to swipe at you with the trident. 16 misses. Nice. And he's gonna now he's gonna take his second action to hit you with the claw with a 15. Nice. So he just whiffs twice. You deflect his uh his trident move and then you slap his hand out of the way. You said, get that shit out of here. The neighboring marrow that you attack drill is gonna rush up and hit Menace, who's standing next to you with the same set of moves. He got a 15 on the harpoon. That one hits. He hits you with nine points of damage as he sticks this right into your shoulder. Uh then he's gonna he got a uh, nope, that's a. He got an eight on his slap. That misses. So you take it with the shoulder and you duck right under the slap. Uh, and it's going to go to the final one. The final one's going to, uh, all the way back here, is going to use his movement action to run up to, uh, to Drell as he's the closest one. And he's going to go ahead and make the same attack. What's up, bitch? <laughs> Ooh, he whiffs on both of those. He rolled a seven and a two. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. So he tries to hit you with the harpoon and then tries to hit you with his tail. Uh, but misses as you just bob and weave out of the way. And the initiative returns back to Drell. Cool. That's going to be uh, 15 to hit. Sick hits. You're attacking the same one as you did before, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. same one. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be 13 damage. Finish him. Yeah, so can I try to cleave him? How much damage did you? It was 13 damage, yeah. Yeah, the rest of it will cleave. The leftover damage will cleave into the next one. Cool. Yeah, uh, so as Drill does it, he chops the guy in half. He instantly looks at Menace and mouths the number two to him, and then he like goes and hits the third one. Nice. Ironically enough, two points of damage carry over to the one that Menace hit. <laughs> Perfect. What else do you want to do? I think that's you know what I Drill kind of wants to just kill all of these in front of Menace, <laughs> but I know something else is coming, so I'm just like fuck. I gotta fucking you know try to save my shit. So I think that's probably just gonna be it. The initiative's gonna turn over to Armos. Uh, I see the the one that I hit previously. I'm gonna take another shot at it, I'm trying to get it out of there. Ew! I hit it with a nine. Ah, uh, misses. Oh, I feel embarrassed, and I I re 
reassess my life. Slink back into the shadows. <laughs> as I as I see all my friends doing cool shit up front. <laughs> uh, the initiative turns over to Menace. I see Drell kill this guy at, right after I just miss, and I go, screw this, and I throw my torch down. I pull out my second axe. Now that I'm, like, in range of a torch, so I just I get out both my axes, and I go to the one right in front of me. Roll a hit. There you go. That's a good old 19. That hits. I'm going to roll to hit again. Does a 16 hit? A 16 does hit. 18 damage with my two attacks. And then I'm going to hit with my uh, so swarm. So the 18 damage kills him. So finish him. Oh. <laughs> so I go, ah, my turn, Drell. And I go, I like sweep the legs and with both of my hand axes, like down into the gut, boom, and slam it down onto the floor. Sick. So it is going to go up to the Marrow's turn. And the remaining Marrow takes a look. He does a double take of both of you. He sees his other mutilated partners that it just had and goes, How did I Fuck you and makes a full dash action. He's gonna take an opportunity attack for both of you. So from Drell and Minus, make an attack of opportunity. 20, 30. That hits. Nine points of damage. Ooh, okay. This thing is looking really good. I rolled a 16. That hits. Roll for damage. All right. Drell looks at Minus in the eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's gonna be 17 damage. Ooh, this thing is dead. I hit him after. <laughs> I hit him after Drill. <laughs> this thing looks at you, does double take, sees his monster, and he goes, and he goes to swim away. Minus goes ahead and hit him with the tail, and Drill slams down on the top of his head with his giant slayer, killing him. Kill goes Drill. I like to say I when I hit him, the marrow tripped, and I was like, ha-ha, I'll finish this Drell, but before I can do anything, Drell just like, <laughs> boom, like destroys him. The marrow's body that you just brutally murdered as he tried to run away, uh, slowly but surely uh, drifts down the waterfall. And after a few moments, you hear a splash at the bottom. Could we get a sense of like how deep it was by like how long it took? You could probably estimate Give me a perception check. Oh, all right, that. 10 to 19. It's not too far off than the ones you just came down. It's a little bit deeper than the first two giant waterfalls you came down. So you're maybe your guess, a solid guess would probably be about 80 feet, 85 feet down. Drill just throws, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Minus has his journal out and he's already, he's writing down the numbers. He goes, well, Drill, it looks like we are tied. <laughs> I just love that you guys are like killing people and you guys are like mine, mine, <laughs> mine. <laughs> you know, it turned into a game apparently that Minus made. Um, Life's a game, buddy. Can we look to see if there's like a way down? Like, can we scale like a rock side or something? So with a 19, uh, you notice that there is a small rock step that you could probably go down, but it looks like about halfway down, you're probably going to have to jump down to hit the water. That's how deep it goes. Drell looks at the rest of the rest of the guys and he goes, aim for the bushes, and he fucking jumps <laughs> off the waterfall. <laughs> I like your attitude, Drell, and he jumps as well. <laughs> Whee! He says we on the way down. Nice. I hope my creatures do too. I imagine they like all came prepared with like baby parachutes, so they just like kind of fall <laughs> like, <laughs> like little toy soldiers. They're like the worms. 
you guys make it down to the bottom and it caves out into an, a hallway about 20 feet 25 feet wide and it curves off a little to the left and there's like a solid platform that you can guys could walk across um the water here is a bit higher as the waterfall uh seems to be adding more water to the room but the water gently flows down this hallway as you three walk down the hallway at the edge you see a a wooden ladder that goes down about another 30 feet and the tunnel all the water seems to be rushing to this one hole it just drops straight down but the ladder is not encumbered or underwater like it's like kind of straight down in the middle like it comes out and then it goes straight down so you guys climb this ladder down 20 30 feet and it opens up to this descending hallway where all the water seems to be focusing the waterfalls that you see get gradually more and more rapid but it's not terribly deep but you will get caught up in the current if you are not careful uh as you look down all the waterfalls as far as what your torchlight allows you to see it looks like it goes down another 100 feet in total in the dark distance you see a destroyed bridge that looks like it connects two sides the bridge spans uh about 50 feet from cave wall to cave wall on, on either side are stairs so for you to climb down this large hallway of descending waterfalls you would have to hop across some rocks hug the staircase along the right side of the cave wall cross the bridge to the left staircase that will go down in the distance you also hear some more of those snake noises you can assume that there's more marrow at the base of this room you make it to the base of the bridge once you make it to the bridge you can kind of see where the, the bridge is very broken and it looks like it's collapsing uh it's made out of stone and wood support that looks like it's not really doing its job because of the constant rushing water from the bridge you can kind of make uh you can make out that this is all these stalactites uh stalagmites under you that if you would fall from this point you're probably going to get hurt by them we're gonna go ahead and go into initiative here and make it a, uh, just take turns as we cross the bridge. So everybody's at the base of this bridge. I rolled a, I rolled an 11. I rolled a five. <laughs> oh. That's the most poetic natural one. <laughs> as you look upon this bridge, as all these waterfalls are rushing under it, you see the staircase you need to get to. And it looks like that staircase is its final descent down to the base of this room, of this cave room. So I have Menace with an 11 initiative. Menace, what are you doing? He's just trying to get out of here at this point. He's like, all right, Drell, you know, I'm still I'm still going to beat you in points, all right? But first, let's get across this bridge. And I'm just like minding my way through the rocks. Do I have to make any checks or can I just cross the bridge? As you cross the center of the bridge, rock-like tendrils come up from below you from the water and lash out. These rock-like tendrils come out. They're 20 feet long each, and he starts snapping across at you. Looks like they're trying to latch onto you. One of them hits you, and uh, uh, it hit a... Um, it rolled an 18. Oh, I'm not making a, like, dexterity check? I'm just... No, this is an attack. Okay. So it rolled an 18 against your AC. So <laughs> now you yeah. need to make me a DC 15 strength check against it. I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, five. This rock-like tendril slashes up. You hear all these whipping and cracking sounds as one of them wraps around your leg and pulls you off 
the bridge. Uh. As you're going down, you are falling towards this water. Below you, you see these group of stalagmites. One of the stalagmites has all these eyes that start to pop open. In the center of one of these stalagmites is a giant mouth that it looks like you're heading right towards. And that is where we will end this session. Damn, dude. Oh, fuck. Now Menace is going to die. <laughs> yeah, this is like the third. This is the third episode in a row, and each of you have been um, <laughs> getting what caught in very precarious oh situations. And it's all through the die. Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> That is the nastiest fucking wow. trap I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I'm very happy to use this next creature. Let me tell you, I've been looking at this one for a while. <laughs> so just to paint a better picture for you in the audience, it looks like one of these stalagmites has come alive. And it has these large tendrils that have grabbed you and is now pulling, has knocked you off the bridge, pulled you off the bridge, and you are now falling into a group of stalagmites, and it looks like it's it's uh, pulling you towards its mouth. The monster itself doesn't look like it could swallow you whole, but it is large. Damn, dude. Yeah. Oh, God. Woo! That's, that, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Tune in next <laughs> week to see if Menace escapes. We'll talk about it more in the after show. Yeah, but we're going to like, talk more in the after show, but like, you know, we can talk, we can let, we can give him a little tease right now, you know? We can give him a little tease. Look, I want to talk about, are you going to tell us what our options could have been with that egg? You know, I didn't have anything set in stone because I wanted you guys to make a decision and then I would base, I would, I would like plan something out based on your decision, but it was more, more of a morality test. <laughs> <laughs> Armos failed. <laughs> so two of us passed, one failed. So I did intentionally leave a note in there. This was a Armos trap yep. because he face checks everything. He meta games a lot, and I wanted to, because like it, you know, it's just natural because you guys are very new to it. So and I know he's gonna want to check behind his waterfall. And la last session he did, I knew he was gonna fall right for it. I had this planned for a while, and he's just just gonna go face check this waterfall. So I'm like, okay, I want these guys to be scared of stuff. I don't want them to just face check stuff. I want them to really approach things with like some caution. Here's a huge lizard that you guys could totally take. And I also thought the giant lizard would be a good opportunity for Drell to discover what his weapon really was. Mm -hmm. So I wanted him oh, to. We're going to talk more about that on yes. the after yeah, show. Yeah, but this is mechanics stuff. But yes, one more tidbit I will say is that originally I had left a note in there. <laughs> it was no, it says don't go chasing waterfalls, love TLC. <laughs> and um, but somebody already made that joke, so I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna yeah, jump on I that. Did. <laughs> I was like, you don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, title of episode? Question mark? Mm, maybe, yes. Ooh. Hello. Oh. Well, you know if you're listening to yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> the audience will already know the title. See if we go through with it, you know. Mm. Well, a lot of cool stuff happened, but right now we're going to go ahead and end this episode. We just want to say thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to episode 19. And before we end it off, does anybody want to plug anything? Just Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. We're going to be streaming some cool yeah. stuff on Twitch soon. We got some cool stuff. We got some cool stuff on Twitch. Technically, by the time you hear this episode, we may have already started streaming. And in which case, you definitely see some cool stuff and more stuff is more cool stuff is going to come out of it. Yeah. It's not really something I want to I want to plug, but I, I started playing this card game called Flesh and Blood, which is pretty dope. Um, So like <laughs> if anyone listening plays the game and has 
any sort of idea actually how to play the game, let me know. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> he needs people to play this game with. Yeah, not only that, but I got to figure out how to play it. The YouTube videos, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun, though. It's pretty dope. <laughs> Listen, we got to plug the Discord. It's popping off. We got to plug the Twitter, the YouTube, uh, everything else. Jared, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, just TikTok. We're, we're posting literally every day. Literally. Every day. Every day. Yeah, we had two that came out today. Posting every day. Unique content. Funny content. Dan, you got anything you want to plug, baby? I already said it. Twitch. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway. All right. We're going to go ahead and end the episode here. And we want to thank you again for listening. We'll catch you in episode 20. Stay tuned for Humbrea's Heroes. Bye. Bye. Later. Check out the Patreon. And now it's time for Humroy's Heroes. First up, legendary glassblower Man with Glass returns to South Trillis from the Heartland with new exotic glass vases, and he's running a special deal on them. Buy one at double the price, get the second one free. That's a hell of a deal if you ask me. Next up, we got Pascal, aka Chalkroll Darts. Not only the official artist of D&D 404, but a wild magic artist that sculpts the landscapes to her image. Legend has it she painted a few extra mountains next to Minus's home to give him a few more friends. Legendary basket weaver Joshua sent me some fan mail recently. Bag of devouring. I can't thank him enough because now when I say something ain't my homework, I'm not lying. The bag of devouring is seen as a cursed item, but I see it for what it really is. Hungry. Thanks, Joshua. Lastly, we have Artemis. Artemis is a lone fighter class who wanders the lands of South Trillis, breaking those Nico Nico kneecaps of giants that cross their path. Their words, not mine. Fun fact, I'm secretly scared of people who have anime profile pics. Please, please, please don't hurt me. And that's it for Humbrae is Heroes. Thank you so much for the support and the love. We really, we really can't thank you enough. And if you're interested in becoming next Humbrae is Heroes, go ahead and check us out on the Patreon backslash D&D44, or just go ahead and click the link down below. I'm sure we got it there. I'm almost positive we got it there. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening. I will catch you next week. Bye.